We are back in action here on the Ministry Leader Podcast. It's been a minute since we've been together, uh, but we want to share a little bit about where we've been, some of the, a little bit of life update for us, and a little bit of encouragement for you as you engage in ministry in your community. You're listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast, designed to help leaders just like you leverage your time and influence for greater impact with young people. My name's Brian, and the man on the other mic is Reggie. We're your hosts on this podcast, and we're excited to spend the next few minutes talking ministry with you. Here we go. Welcome back to the Ministry Leader Podcast. It is so exciting to be back with you all. We know that it's been a bit of a break. You know, we we had some things going on. We didn't intend on actually taking a few weeks off. Um, we weren't off, but, right. you know, um, away from the podcast, I'll say. Um, so, Brian, yeah, it's good to be back. You know, we had the the staff retreat that has happened. I know um, your house, like, blew up or something yeah, during that house, time. My house didn't blow up, but okay. it did flood a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was out of town one weekend, got a call from my wife, like, we've got water in our basement. And, yeah, that was a rough one. So I spent some time at home cleaning up and you know it wasn't bad i don't want to like make anybody nervous or feel bad for me like we've got it back together whatever (laughs) but it just sidetracked me for for about a week and then our staff retreat sidetracked both of us for about a week yeah end of the school year for me and so we're trying to hustle and get things together and finish out the school year and trying to get uh kids graduated and and on to college or whatever they're doing post high school and so it's just been a, a busy go at it for me as well so yeah yeah so we're glad to be back. Yes. I mean, I'm excited to be back sitting across the table on these oh, microphones, yeah. chatting with you a little bit yes, um, about all stuff ministry related. Yes. Uh, yes. So it's exciting to be be back. So hopefully our audience is still there listening. They didn't right. like unsubscribe <laughs> after two weeks of silence from yeah, us. Right, um, exactly. So yeah. Anyway, so we want to share just a little bit today about kind of our experience at our staff retreat. Um, yeah. Things that, that we picked up on, the stuff that we talked about that is going to like it, it was kind of visionary for us, right? Yes. For our chapter. Uh, but I think for YFC in general, um, that I think will translate to our ministry team. So the stuff that we shared today, directors all across Northern Indiana uh, will be talking about with their teams here yes. in the next few months, likely. Um, and I don't think it's, I know we've got listeners all across the country. I know we've got listeners in different parts of the world. So I do believe what we're talking about today is relevant to any ministry leader, any volunteer serving in youth ministry, but the roots of it come from the staff retreat that we just were a part of last yep. week. So kind of the gist of it is we, we dug into scripture together, um, which is pretty important at these kind of retreats, right? Um, and we, we opened up to Nehemiah. Nehemiah, the story of Nehemiah was one that kind of drove all the content for our retreat, really. Um, so I just want to share that story briefly. We took a lot of time to do it over yeah, right, our, right. our three days together. But um, so Nehemiah was a cupbearer to the king. King Artaxerxes, and um, they there were waves of they were in. He grew up in captivity, right? He grew up in exile, um, but at this point there were waves of Hebrews, Jewish people going back to Jerusalem and bringing word back to him as he's serving uh, for King Artaxerxes that the wall of Jerusalem is in ruins, and it broke his heart. Um, it, the city of his ancestors, the city that he someday wants to go back to, and, and it broke his heart. So he wanted to go back, and he wanted to be part of this rebuilding effort of this wall, right? And and he couldn't figure out how to do that because he was in service of the king. And so we miss, like, you know, there's a four-month gap of time 
that from one chapter to the next that we yeah. kind of miss if we don't look at the details. Uh, but eventually he's so heartbroken. He's so sad. He goes before the king and the king says, why are you so sad? You never looked like this in my presence right, right. before. Um, and he said, you know, the wall of my city is broken and, and I'm broken because of that. And the king goes, well, he's a very insightful king, I think. He goes, what are you asking, Nehemiah? Mm. Um, you know, a parent would look at their child and go, what are you really right, asking, right? right? <laughs> um, and he goes, you know, I, I want to go back and rebuild the wall. And not only that, but I, I need safe passage to get there. So I'm going to need some of your guard to come with me. I'm going to need letters to, to all the governors. And I'm actually going to need resources and, and, and uh, lumber and stone to, to rebuild these walls. And the king said, okay. Wow. Take what you need, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he got the king's blessing, goes back. And uh, so the story, the way the story goes, hopefully maybe you're familiar with the story of Nehemiah a little bit. He goes back to the city. He doesn't really talk to anybody. Uh, initially, he surveys the land. He goes out after three days. He surveys the land, surveys the, the ruins of the wall and makes a plan. And then he casts this vision and gets everybody there involved in the rebuilding of the wall. He doesn't do it himself. Yeah. He doesn't do it with, you know, the the guard that comes with him, he, he gets everybody involved yeah. in the effort. Um, people who live there, he gets the priests involved, like everybody. Yeah. And in 52 days, the walls around the city were rebuilt from the ruins that they lay in prior to his arrival in yeah. the city. Yeah, yeah. And I think what is so impactful from the story that, that leans into, you know, kind of where we went with our staff retreat, Brian, is that, man there was rubble as a result of the walls being broken down. There were, there were these rocks and pieces and, and bits all around the, the city that had to be rebuilt, yeah. you know, and Nehemiah takes the time to, to pray. He takes the time to observe. And then he, there's a call to action. There's an ask that goes out. Right. Right. To the community to say, Hey, this is our responsibility to do, you know, we are the people who are going to make this happen, you know? And, and so, um, wrote, writes out the vision and makes it plain so the runners right. can run with it. Um, uh, and this is where we landed on our, on our staff, staff retreat is that there is rubble in all of our communities, right? There's, or there's rubble, there's remnants of, of areas where, you know, the wall has been broken in our communities, where young people have not been served well, stewarded well, parented well, whatever else. And here we are now with the opportunity to take this rubble and build a wall that will stand. So, yeah, and I, I think it's it's. I know you made it clear, I think, to just state it. Like, we're not talking about a literal wall here, right? right the rubble right. in our communities are relationships that are yes. broken. And, you know, as you already mentioned so eloquently, like young people that aren't being served and parented well, like that's the rubble in our communities that, you know, it, it maybe it, it existed at one point and it was really good and really yeah. solid. Mm. Um, and now it's, it. you know, we've been through a time this last year where some of the things that we thought were solid have been broken down, yeah, right? Right. Um, but I think there's there's things that have been there and broken for years yes. and years and years. And so one of my kind of aha moments on this retreat, um, and we'll get to talk more about some of these later, but just in the context of what you're saying, was that the fact that there's ruin all around us, mm. and we just look at it and go, yeah, that's just life. Wow. Like, I'm just comfortable. Yeah. I'm just yeah. comfortable. I don't like it, but I'm. it's just the way it is, right? Yep. Then there's a mess at my house. Like it's weeks before it gets cleaned up sometimes because we're like, 
All right, yeah. who's going to do that? Who's yeah. going to pick up that dish? Who's yeah. going to throw away that bag? Who's yeah. going to, like, we just get used to it. Yep. And I think that's what's happening in Nehemiah, right? They're yeah. living in the city and the walls are broken and they're fully exposed and vulnerable, but it's just life, right? Mm. We're mm. just broken. People it's, have become complacent with disorder. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really good, Brian. Um, and, you know, to to move along, you know, we talked about, you know, the different takeaways that we had and that we see in our own cities. And so we all, each person on staff was given this jar. And in that jar was the rubble from our own city. You know, the, it was some were dirt, some were stones, some were little pieces of, of grass maybe. But all these different things that signified where we are currently serving in ministry. And it was it was there for a charge. You know, mm-hmm. it was there to it was meant to um, give us perspective, proper perspective as we serve in ministry and as we're we're rebuilding from the rubble. Right. Um, from and the you areas. mentioned you mentioned, too, that it was all from our city. Yes. It was actually from like their community. Yes. Right. So some of it was taken from their high school parking lot. Yeah. And some of it was taken from, you know, someone's backyard. Yeah. And, but it was the community. The, the, the physical community that they served in, not just yes. the city of Fort Wayne. I just right, want to clarify right. that. Like, Absolutely. It was really personalized. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, very intentional. Um, and so for me, my rebel, so, you know, I've talked about this before, serving in urban ministry, you know, um, and we have our City Life Center. And within my rebel, it was very intentional that there was a lot of, what I noticed, there was a lot of trash there were there was there was even a washer that was in in the rubble and this mm. is taken from the dirt the soil from around our city life building mm. and just going back to your point of how often have we seen the the rubble and just allowed for it to be normal mm. um and this was really an impactful time for me because you know here I am serving in a community thinking that I'm doing the work but then we lose perspective sometimes of what it takes to actually do the work and do it well, you know, to do the work and and maximize on the opportunity that we have to serve in ministry. And so it was really a time of encouragement for me um, as I'm looking at this rubble and and knowing the mission that God has called me to steward, that God has called each of us to steward in our own regards. And um, the encouragement in this is that here I am with the opportunity now that I see the rubble to go and do something about it. You know, it was a re-energizing opportunity. And, and you know, I'm there with the team. And, you know, they have their rubble. And they're pointing out the different pieces mm-hmm. of trash that are in theirs. Um, and there were some people in other who have other ministry sites where their rubble did not look the same as mine. Right. Because there was a different calling that they have in their community. You know, um, but for, for the calling that I have, it was just a really encouraging time, re-energizing time for me and seeing that. So, yeah. Man, that's awesome. I I noticed that too, like looking around. I didn't look at individual jars, but I did see, I think I saw a cigarette butt in somebody's that was like close to me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was interesting. And I got my jar and I'll be honest, I saw it and I went, "Uh, it's just dirt. Mm. Like it's just topsoil. Um, There's no rubble. Like what do I build here? But then I look at it and I go, something new can be planted here, Mm. right? This is, this is the soil of my community where seeds can be planted and new life can come from this and new life can grow. So my, my experience with my rubble was a little different than yours, but you're right. It's, it it represented where I serve, where I live and, you know, rubble from my community and what could come of that. So I think my big takeaway uh, last week was the fact that 
there's just something about being together, right? Especially after a year of not being able to be together for, yeah. you know, an extended period right. of time. Um, so, you know, this retreat, we went away, we were gone for three days, two nights. We kind of did this thing and we talked about Nehemiah and we talked about our culture and we, we did all that. But I think for me, the big takeaway was in the context of Nehemiah's story was we're all in different places. Like we yeah. serve in different communities. The, our rubble was different. It looked different, but we're all building the same wall. Yes. Right. And I think about, you know, when Nehemiah came and he rallied the people who lived in the city, like I, that part of the wall sounds really cool. I want to do that. Mm. I want to serve there. Yeah. Or that's easier or whatever. Nehemiah's like, no, I need you to build this part of the wall because wow. this is where your home is. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't want to leave your home exposed. And I need you, the priest, to, to rebuild this gate because this is the gate that you're going to walk in and out of on a daily basis. Right. And it, you know it needs to be secure because this is where you're going to be spending your time. Yeah. And so the idea that everybody had a vested interest in a certain part of the wall which is where Nehemiah rallied them. Yeah. And, and so you're where you're serving in your ministry, where I'm serving in my ministry, where our other leaders are serving in their ministry is drastically different. Definitely. But we're building the same wall or we're on the same mission. Let's, Amen. you know, let's start using that term. Cause we're, again, we're not building a wall around the greater right. Fort Wayne area. <laughs> right. um, that would be challenging yeah. um, and unnecessary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, we're on the same mission Amen. and maybe it looks different, but it's the same mission to Amen. reach a lost world, a lost generation with the gospel and the love of Jesus. Yes, absolutely. There are plenty 11 to 19 year olds and, we are called to steward them. They are lost, needing Jesus, needing hope, needing purpose, needing to find identity. And we are on call, on mission. And how, how are we doing in calling people to help us build, rebuild and be on mission um, and for such a time as this? And so, yeah, it's, it's, it was really was an encouraging time, man. It really was an encouraging time. And I think that as we move um, forward, or I guess what we want the takeaway to be from this episode is that we want for you as listeners to also take the opportunity to notice the rubble in your community. Yeah. Notice the rubble. Where, where are those places where maybe it's a little dry? Where are those places where walls have been broken down? Where are those places where, where, um, you know, people were once on mission, but are not currently um, due to the nature of maybe the, what's happened over this last year or maybe just because over the last few years, people have become more divided and they've allowed for things to fall. Where are those places of rubble in your community? And I want to invite you to allow God to move you to action. I want to invite you to allow God to move you to action from this. So don't just see the rubble and recognize it, but then say, you know what, Lord? Where do I need to move? Nehemiah went to the city. He didn't first speak to the individuals, like you said earlier, Brian. He didn't speak to them first. No, he observed the land. Mm. He went to the different areas where this stuff is happening, where the rubble had had built up, where, where the wall had been broken down, where people lost, the, lost contact with the mission, where they were out of touch. He observed, and then from there he allowed for God to download the plan of action. Right. We want to encourage you as you see the rubble in your community, allow God to into that space so that you can then go and take action and do what he has called you to do and be on mission. Thanks for listening to the ministry leader podcast. Be sure to tune in next week as we interview one of our newest team members 
as he has gone from volunteer to now being on staff. Hear his story about how he did that and how he's ready to engage in ministry. 